0: Hello and welcome to a brand new Power Half Hour on the Jerry Monkey Podcast Network. Greg Mahochko here, joined by my co-host on the West Coast, who currently is back home in his native state. Uh, Chad Smart, welcome home, sir.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It's always glad to be back in the Midwest where my allergies flare up and the weather is... Uh, unaccommodating
0: <laughs> it is uh, so full disclosure, although the good folks won't hear this until next week, uh, we're recording this on a Thursday morning and I have coffee brewing uh, in, in the kitchen. So if at any point during the show, Chad, you have a, a long story that you could go, let me get said coffee. <laughs> uh, that'd be tremendous, but it is uh I have to tiptoe around this very carefully because it is May, and I know on May one or April thirtieth, uh, so many people take to social media and uh, post a GIF or a video of a certain '90s boy band uh, and and their song lyrics that are "It's going, it's, it's going to be me," and I, I don't get that because it, because I guess pr- phonetically in the pronunciation uh, Justin Timberlake the the biggest star of that group Chad uh, he kind of says it makes it sound like he's saying it's gonna be May but I've looked I've deep dived into this uh, the lyrics and the song name of the site uh, the title of the song clearly state it's gonna be me so uh, May 5th Cinco de Mayo uh Chad, it is fifties and rainy in my town. I'm imagining you're enduring something similar.
1: Uh, Probably. Yeah. I've not been outside, but I do hear the rain uh, beating off the, off the roof of the house that I am in. And um, yeah, so I've just been sitting here, not doing anything. I was watching the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard uh, court case and, you know, I, I have no idea who Amber Heard is until she was in Aquaman.
0: Mm-hmm. That's fair.
1: But watching her, and even then, I only know because I know that I've heard the name Amber Heard, but I couldn't pick her out of a lineup. And watching her testimony, I don't think um, she's a great actress. So, no. um, yeah, it's pretty like her her answers and her the way that she always looks at the jury just seems very manipulative and very uh, contrived
0: well i am sorry <laughs> i i don't know i I am just doing a quick Amber Heard Google right now. Again, I'm familiar with her from 2018's Aquaman. Apparently she was in Land in 2009, but I don't necessarily remember her character uh, in that movie. Um, you know, she's been in other things, um, yeah. but realistically, at least for the last few uh, years, the, the only thing she's really been in is trouble, Chad.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, uh yeah, I, I, I'm agreeing with you. I think I know her more from her legal issues than her acting. And I looked up her IMDb page just to see, you know, she's got roles going back 15 years and, you know, stuff that I've heard of, but I guess never saw. And, and, uh, and
0: that's really weird. Like, again, Google tells me, you know, she's just a few years younger than me, but mm-hmm. I would not have, you know, I, I guess thanks to Hollywood, she doesn't look, close to my age. And and secondly, I, again, I really only heard of her when Aquaman came out. So heard of yeah. no, no, no pun intended. No, heard,
1: yeah. Um, but yeah, Amber is going to wave goodbye. Okay. Amber Waves goodbye. I guess uh, instead of Amber waves of grain, I, I'm, I'm reaching here. I'm trying, I'm trying. So.
0: Well, well let's get, let's get back on track. As I mentioned, we're into may for a lot of high school seniors. Chad, it's a very special time in their life. Uh, prom either has happened or will happen very soon. Graduation's right around the corner. Chad, I graduated high school. I did. That's that. I've, I've somewhere got a diploma to prove it. I, I'm not just a pretty face. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it was 22 years ago, Chad. I graduated in in uh, 2000.
1: What year did you graduate? I graduated 30 years ago. What? 1992, I know. yes, right at the height of grunge,
0: I... <laughs> which it has been. We've talked about a little here, but I know you certainly talked about uh, even before <laughs> your Wonder Why podcast uh, with Mike DeCau. But you know, you you guys dissected like yeah. ninety early nineties music, and and grunge was never your um, uh, particular uh, brand of vodka, so to speak. Um, yeah. But tell me about life for a high school senior in 1992, because I think it might be a little different than what it was in 2000 and a definitely different than what it is now.
1: Oh, you, you think that I actually remember what high school was like 30 years ago.
0: I'm hoping because I, you brought this topic to the table.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, but I was just trying to think of something timely and topical. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's see. Um, yeah, trying to think back my high school memories. You know, I well, first, let's compare our two high schools. I had a graduating class of 20.
0: OK, OK. Not the smallest graduating class I've heard of. Uh, I went yeah. my freshman year of college. Uh, there was somebody who said that they had 16 in their graduating class. Yeah. Uh, I had 82. Well,
1: 82. Uh, my my girlfriend in high school, she went to the neighboring. She lived in the neighboring town, which after she graduated, the year after she graduated, our two schools consolidated. Mm. But she had a graduating class of nine. Whoa! So
0: that's—I mean, you don't have a whole lot of dance partners or prom <laughs> <laughs> with a graduating class of nine.
1: No, no. Um, uh, so but, did did? Oh,
0: yeah. So I I think I don't know if it's the same now. And and I'm not I'm not talking about you know like gas prices and, and you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the economy or things like that. But was the quote unquote cool thing to do for, you know, kids in your high school with driver's licenses? Did you have a strip? Did you have like a main street that you just went cruising up and down?
1: Um, yes and no. It depends. Like um, one of the other towns in the opposite direction, which had, was the bigger town you would go and the town square had the courthouse. And so you would drive around the courthouse, then drive on the main road, go East or go West until you hit the edge of town, which was Hardy's. circle through the parking lot and then drive back to the town. So that was one strip, but we never really did that. I think we only, I only did that like maybe two or three times because we just didn't hang out in that town. Like, mm-hmm. You know, that was uh we were the greasers, those were they were the socias uh, for your outsider <laughs> reference for the day. Um I don't know if you could have gone
0: sharks and jets.
1: Yeah, no, nah, but West Side Story is such a terrible movie. Uh Ooh, oh. is so much better. Um yeah, so like in my hometown, you would just go up on the town square and hang out. You would just sit there. Um and then in the town, like I said, where my girlfriend was from, not so much my senior year, but uh, probably like freshman through junior, we had a bowling alley that didn't have bowling. It was it just, just go-
0: that's called an alley, and it usually <laughs> doesn't have I mean, it has walls around it, but it doesn't have a yeah. roof. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: well, this was an old bowling alley, but they, uh, when the new owners came in, they did not keep upkeep the bowling lanes. Oh, that's it. So, but the, they had a couple pool tables, you know, a pop a shot machine, a jukebox, and food. So we'd just go and hang out there. And and then if not, then you go up to the, again, the town square area, which had a gazebo and you would just kind of hang out. And that was, that was life in a small town. You know, we didn't have a, a tasty freeze, so we couldn't be sucking on a chili dog. And
0: <laughs> by the way, I, I'm not a fan of that song. What? I think it's overplayed and overrated.
1: Uh... I, but at I look, least you're a fan. Of, you're a fan of the Coug, right? Yes, I, I appreciate that song. Okay,
0: and it's not. It's not that. It's not that I. I shouldn't have to clarify. It's not that I'm not a fan of that song. I just think he has better songs, but everybody seems to remember Jack and Diane. Yeah, I,
1: I mean, I can I can understand that, but I still think Jack and Diane's a good song. So. Okay, uh, my
0: town did not have uh, like a we weren't the county seat so we didn't have the courthouse we didn't have a square we had a road um and uh i think it really depended on what particular click you were in if you were in uh, i'm going to try to um what what's the modify i guess uh that's not the right word, but but some letter kenny lingo uh we had some DGENs. gens <laughs> and and the djens hung out of all places the the city park uh you know and and uh uh sat around there in in the pavilions and and smoked or whatever um and you know we like i my biggest thing was in high school i had one friend you know cuz my my town that i lived in was 15 minutes from an air force base so i had a friend who came in in 8th grade and left after sophomore year uh still my best friend Uh, and then, you know, another family came in and and I became friends with them, although their, their oldest was two years younger than me. So when I was a junior, he was a freshman uh, and I don't, you know, we hung out a little bit, but we hung out more, uh, when I was a senior and and he was a a sophomore. Um, but like I didn't, for me in high school, I, I never found a spot where I belonged. You know, I didn't, I didn't know myself. Uh, I, I tried to, I don't know if camouflage is the right word, but I just tried to blend in with, you know, whatever group would put up with me, you know? So, so at that point in my life, I was very, uh, kind of go with the flow, you know, like it, if, if I was hanging out with one particular group, I, I kind of latched onto their type of music. And then, you know, but I didn't, I didn't have any sense of self. I had a sense of, trying to fit in. Um, so I didn't, I didn't get that comfortability with myself until later, but, uh, my buddy who is still my buddy, he's also in the air force. So I don't see him as much. He and his wife and, and two little girls are over in Japan now after a long stay in Germany. Uh, you mentioned the bowling alley. He was big into bowling. Um, and so he was on the bowling team. The bowling alley in my town is attached to the American Legion where, you know, his folks would hang out cause his dad was air force. Uh, so Friday nights, quite a bit were spent at the bowling alley. Um, you know, when, if we needed cash or if he needed cash, he'd, he'd go down, uh, you know, and hit up his, his folks and, and we'd bowl for a few hours. We'd walk around town, uh, or, you know, drive, drive, I guess at that point I was driving. Um, but yeah, like I've, I've, I don't know if it was on this podcast or one of my many others, but like a lot of my like Friday or Saturday nights were probably spent hanging out in his basement you Know playing before the Xbox came out, it was the N64. Um, and uh, but I, you know, and I think this is about this time, junior, senior years, high school, I got big into the Beastie Boys. So that was, um, our and maybe I've, I've talked about this because I think we talked about the Beastie Boys uh show or, or movie presentation, whatever the, the surviving Beastie Boys that uh is on apple tv and i highly recommend that to anybody um but we would our our lead our senior our varsity i guess baseball field uh for the high school was not at the high school it was in uh, one of the towns a couple miles away so as one of the guys who had the driver's license in a car we throw all the ball bags uh, or bat bags in in my trunk and i take you know, three, or four guys out and we'd be listening to beastie boys the whole way. There was one time we didn't have a bus. So everybody had to drive themselves. So uh, like 15 minute drive to, to the next town over listening to beastie boys. So, you know, as far as some of those memories and I know, you know, you're fondness of the beastie boys because they were around when you were coming of age. So.
1: Yeah. It's weird. Cause I, I mean, I got into the beastie boys, you know, with the license to ill album. And then when Paul's Boutique came out, which is now heralded as like one of the greatest rap albums ever, I didn't like it. And I still, it's not a Beastie Boy album that I would put on to listen to. Um, there's some good stuff on there, but I just, I think it was just too out there for my taste. And so it really wasn't until like maybe the late 90s where I started getting back into the Beastie's because they are you know i'll give them credit they're a band that 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 changed their sound they didn't just keep making the same album over and over They so Uh, and unfortunately the only time that i saw the beastie boys in concert was on their tour for their uh, um instrumental album so i didn't get to see a full beastie boy performance but that's a it's a whole nother topic yeah Um, yeah (laughs) yeah um
0: Let's, let's, let's talk about some of these like shared experiences that all or most, uh, you know, senior classes have. Did you have a senior trip?
1: We did, uh, which is kind of ironic now looking back because we went to Nashville, Tennessee.
0: Oh, okay. That's, that's a good little jaunt for a small town boy.
1: Yeah. You know, nice little seven hour drive. We had the charter bus and went down there and, you know, at the time I was not into country music at all. I, I it just, it wasn't my thing. And I remember one of my friends uh, and I, we were joking by like the third day we were going to get t-shirts made that said, if you see me going to Nashville, shoot me. <laughs> and, and one night we went out to dinner and it's a place called cock of the walk, uh, which I don't know if it still exists or, or not, but, Right next to it was a Sam Goody. And so my friend Jason and I begged our chaperones, like, please, can we just go in there for five minutes, please? And uh, they let us go in. And he ended up buying the um, Black Crow's second album, the Southern Comfort and Musical Harmony, I believe it's called. And I bought Primus Frizzle Fry, which Primus was not on anybody's radar outside of uh like the i i got into them because i have cousins that were in the punk scene in florida but for the midwest primus was not you know and i don't even know how how much primus is on the radar now i know they're they're a bigger band they've got you know they've got more exposure but right uh yeah frizzle fry was not was not burning up the charts per se um and I, I just remember that I was debating between that and Body Counts debut album, which, uh, kind of wish I would have bought Body Count now that you can't buy the original. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, I remember we like when we walked into the restaurant, then with our classmates, and like, oh, what did you buy? And I showed them Prime. So like, what the, you know, yeah, right? This, yeah, this, yeah. Um,
0: Chad, you've always and, been a forward thinker and uh, um, sort of on the fringe of of. <laughs> what most people would you know associate as, as normal uh music uh selection well, yeah well i so. mean
1: even i remember in in my senior year yeah uh, in my art class when we were doing oil paintings i painted a picture of flea from the red hot chili peppers with mm-hmm. the cover of the blood sugar sex magic album which was their latest album which had the four faces on the sides and i kind of recreated that yeah, yeah. Flea in the middle in the middle and uh I remember I had the the CD booklet in my classroom, and and some of my you know classmates were like, oh, you know, uh, they were talking about the lyrics, and so the teacher like took the booklet and was reading uh, some of the lyrics. And if you're familiar with the songs for Psycho Sexy, uh, probably not the material that should be being read in class in a high school classroom. So that's fair. Yeah. uh Yeah. I don't know why people thought I was like the weird one in, in high school, but
0: I mean, I think you just kind of <laughs> explained yeah. it. Yeah. So
1: yeah. Because, yeah. Because I wasn't buying boys to men albums or uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot or, you know, I'm trying to think of what else was popular at that time. I'm sure Brian Adams had a hit song. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh,
0: so for my class, Mm-hmm. It, to, I'm gonna set the stage just a little bit. Um, I, when I was a freshman, my my sister was a senior, uh, and her senior trip was going spending a day at Six Flags St. Mm-hmm. Louis. The group after her, uh, they had put up enough money. I think they because all these trips are you know uh, paid for by the class, um, and mm-hmm. they had enough. I can't remember if they I think they went paintballing or went on a float trip for a day. And then the class ahead of us uh, did the opposite. I mean, one did paintball, one did, you know, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. But we were not a very motivated bunch. And <laughs> I think we were supposed to go out and like sell magazine subscription or, you know, like do, do things to uh, raise yeah. money. Uh, and we just didn't, I'm sure we had a few go-getters, but by and large, like I, I didn't, you know, I didn't care. So, it was also a tradition at, at my high school where the junior class pays for the senior class's prom, the senior prom, mm. you know, like they, they do all the decorating and, and, you know. So what happened was this is uh, this might be revisionist history, but 22 years later, nobody's going to come out and correct me. What I believe to have been the the situation was that as juniors, we really put on like the nicest prom for the senior class. And I think it was the organizers uh, belief that, well, if the class behind us sees what we're doing, then they'll go above and beyond for our senior prom, which didn't happen. So we really had nothing in the coffers for our uh, senior trip. We had, again, the joke was at the time we, we, my, the high school that I went to and co hosted the year, Mike, uh, from Nerds United, uh, it was a graduate, co graduate as well. Our high school was about halfway between two towns. And the joke was we had enough money to be able to take a bus to one of the town's city parks. Uh, and, and that was it. Like we had to pay $17 a person to take the bus to Carlisle Lake, which is a 25 minute drive. And then we just like hung out there. It was the beginning of, it 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 might've been May 5th. I don't know, but um, it'd be kind of crazy if it was exactly 22 years ago today. Uh, I I don't have that information, but it was almost kind of like today. It was a little chilly. You you didn't really want to get in the water. Water was kind of cold still. And like, it was, you know, grilled hot dogs and things like that. It was just very cheap. Like I, for, Three years or, or whatever I had in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I get to go to Six Flags. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, when, you, when you're when you anticipating Six Flags and you get Carlisle Lake, it's a little disappointing.
1: Really? Quite. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I've never been there. So I can't. Never been I Six can't Flags.
0: You've never been to Six Flags. Or you've never been to Carlisle Lake.
1: Carlisle Lake. I've been to Six Flags. Okay.
0: Let me tell you about Carlisle Lake. Largest lake in Illinois, boring as hell, especially if you're 17. And <laughs> now, as we go on and talk about other shared, I, I guess, did you have anything else to add about Nashville? Which, by the way, Cock of the Walk is still there. Uh, I don't know if it's in okay. its original oh. location. It's um, it's right next to Cumberland River. Uh, it's, it's described as big portions of fried fare and rustic digs. Yeah, that sounds
1: about right. Yeah. Um, The other thing I could add to Nashville is uh, we did go to Opryland, which I believe is now closed. And then, um, like I said, I wasn't into country music at all. My freshman year of college, I got paired up with the only guy on the floor who listened to country music. So I started listening to it. And then when I transferred to SIU and started uh, working with the student TV station, I produced a country music video show that my roommates hosted and three years later I had an internship in Nashville that uh, sadly I had to turn down because I couldn't find a subleaser for my apartment Mm. and my roommate that also had a really good uh, internship with the country music association turned that down to go to an internship with a ad agency in Chicago so Um, yeah. Uh, so I've been back to Nashville a few times, uh, you know, when, uh, when TNA impact or just TNA was starting up, we, they would run shows there. So I've been back to Nashville a few times. It's been fun. Uh, but yeah, it's just funny how, how life works out where, you know, I said, I'll never come back to Nashville. And I mean, had things been a little bit different, I may, I mean, I was looking for uh, jobs in Nashville just, you know, like four or five years ago. So
0: and it also goes to show maybe the evolution of Nashville. I've only been to Nashville once. Uh, my wife and I uh, split our honeymoon between Nashville and, and like Pigeon Forge Gatlinburg. But we did have a dinner one night at the Wild Horse Saloon uh, there mm. in Nashville and live yeah. music by the Cherry Poppin' Daddies from Mm. about the time when i was in high school and their big hit zoot suit riot so uh you know i'm guessing in 1992 nashville is probably much more traditional a lot more just you know good old country music type uh but you you can go down there and and have a little bit more uh variety uh at Mm -hmm. nashville so um i i don't have many I, I you're, you're looking at the time that well, I've been criticized as of late uh, for this show being what uh, used to be called the power half hour. Now it's just called the power or something like that. Um, <laughs> I do have a couple of decent memories from uh, that, that senior trip out to Carlisle Lake uh, one being at one point, a bunch of us just walked away <laughs> and we like walked towards mm-hmm. Carlisle to the McDonald's. Uh, and just got some food there. The other is in the afternoon when I did get into the water a little bit, um, trying to figure out how, how best to express this, uh, saw some things, some, uh, things from some fellow classmates and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's one of those, like their backs were turned to the shore and, and, uh, young me, but it was, it was, uh, it was a good day. I, I didn't know much about the, the world uh, I, I was a I was just a boy and uh, felt like I grew up a little bit that day let's put it that way all right graduation uh, Chad hmm every class has its song right your grad your 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 yeah. theme song or whatever and I know that for a number of years and a number of classes maybe even still today uh, the, uh, the the song that's pumped through the PA system is green days time of your life, or as it's actually called good riddance. That was what's played at at my graduation, but you graduated a little before green day came around. So I'm curious to know if you had a a graduation song.
1: Uh, We had a theme song that, I mean, it was mainly played at, you know, for prom, but I'm trying to remember, I am sure in 92, Looking back, it probably would have been uh, everything I do. I do for you by Brian Adams. Yeah, that would have been from or Robin Hood, Prince that, of Thieves, or or End of the Road by Boys to Men. I can't remember when that came out, and, and that may have been like my my girlfriend's graduating song. I don't remember. I have to go dig out my uh, prom flutes. Oh yeah, had, yeah, yeah, yeah. That had them because I saw them I don't know, like four or five years ago when I was going through stuff that I have in storage. But I don't, I don't remember them that well to tell you exactly what was the song. But I'm going to guess one of those is a high prob probability chance.
0: Now my prom, we, I guess again, being the dummies that they were, they, they said, "Well, we don't want to give out champagne flutes and beer mugs because you know that perpetuates, you know mm. the the the." underage drinking. So it was basically just picture frames and yeah. I did not have a date to prom surprise, surprise. I know. Uh, I did not have a date to prom and my plan, my prom plans were pretty much, uh, very, very fluid. I didn't know that I'd be hopping in a limo and going to having dinner in St. Louis or anything to like that day. Um, but there was a girl who was a, uh, a year younger Uh, than me. So she, she was there as a junior. I was there as a senior. And I had, uh, I I went to her, I was like, look, they get, they're giving us these picture frames. That was the gift instead of the beer mugs and stuff. I said, they're giving me a picture frame. I don't have a picture to put in it. Would you, you know, be in the picture with me? And that, I mean, I I can't say it worked out well, wink, wink, but surprisingly her dress matched my vest. So Um, did you
1: do the prom picture where you're standing
0: uh, we we were not with her arms
1: around her, around her. Your arms around her, her? Gosh, you.
0: it's probably been close to twenty years since I've seen that picture, so I don't probably like my hands were just on her hips, and you know she, but she smiled, so I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Um, did you have a mullet? No, come on now. Oh. I did have the dot tie, like the one dot tie, uh, like Tony Schiavone yeah. used to rock on Nitro back in the day. Um, and uh, uh post prom. For for me, because I had a baseball doubleheader the next day, uh, was was clean. I did go to a party, but there was no alcohol. Just living in Clinton County, mm-hmm. just some ski, lots and lots of ski, and very little sleep. So
1: uh, ski. Speaking of ski, we got fifteen seconds. Have you had squirt?
0: Yeah, it sucks.
1: It does. I had that recently <laughs> at Tejo's traca, tacos, Trejos tacos, and I hadn't had it in like twenty years, and I was remembering why. But I would tell you more, but we're out of time.